Um, so we're going to be talking about onboarding people to Noster. I assume everyone here is already onboarded onto Noster, right? Okay. So, uh, like Randy, you're you're pretty prolific in. You're a Noster influencer now. Um, <laughs> when you're traveling the world, onboarding people to Noster, someone has no idea what Noster is. Uh, what it, you know? They say, "What is Noster? How do I use it? What do you? What is your response?" I think uh, the best way I usually bring it up is from, like I, I brought it up before, uh, I worked in digital rights management for four years. And um, I see creators, whether it's music, whether it's TikTok videos, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, people make content and they want to get paid for it. And a lot of these companies like YouTube, 55% off the top, uh, Instagram takes their cut, Facebook, no matter what you do, there is somebody taking a piece of your pie. That's not even including managers and anyone else you hire. So if you're making content and you want 100% of what you create going to your pocket, there's nothing better than Noster. So I think that's one of the biggest... Oh, that sounds interesting. How do I get started? <laughs> a low fee? Yeah. twenty nine ninety nine. Uh No. Um, but yeah, Noster's pretty cool. Um, it's something that we haven't seen before. So you don't have an answer to that question? No, no, I don't. I can't, I can't sell it. I'm not a salesman, you know? No, but there's, isn't that their, that's the next step, right? They ask you, they're like, okay, so how do I, how do I use it? What is your answer? Primal, Domus. Do you give them uh, multiple clients? One client. Uh, it gets hairy when it, when it gets to the, the public key, private key. Um, it gets hairy just in the name. The so like I'm there telling them, oh yeah, it's Noster, it's Noster. Then the, I go to the app store and I download Damus onto their phone. And they're like, I thought you said it was this Noster thing. What, why is that Damus? And then you say, oh, but Noster is the protocol. Because it's a Damus. different client. Like, <laughs> you got to tone down the tech part of it to just get them. I mean, Preston, I'm kind of curious. So, like, I mean, you come from a different perspective of, of Randy here, of Island. Uh, like, when you, when, uh, do you talk to Noster to, to people unprovoked? Or, like, do you ever just bring it up? I don't really talk to too many people, to be quite honest with you. I'm, I'm a pretty hardcore introvert, so um, I'm okay. probably not the best person. Like, I just, I, I have like a really small group of people that I interact with and I don't really talk about anything other than. So, I mean, me personally, I try and keep it just really, 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 really simple. I just, you know, I say Twitter and all the other social media networks are, are captured. There's this new technology, and you can you can shit post without limits, and no one can block your shit posts. And I just tell them to download Primal, and and you know you can I think you can repeat that with any of the clients, but you should just I think you pick one client. Like the their first step into Noster shouldn't be, oh here's a great little grid of the different trade offs between the clients, and some are available on iPhone only, some are available on Android only. Like it's not a coincidence that when I recommend Primal, it's because. It's available on web, iPhone, and Android. They'll get a relatively easy first experience. And after like years of Bitcoin education, what I've learned is like it doesn't matter how many BTC sessions videos you have or books and whatnot. Like the real education, like the the, the way to really onboard a lot of users is when apps don't require much education, where they're just very fluid. Yeah. And, and for whatever it's worth, in Nostra right now, we're very early on that. There's not many 
clients that try and dumb it down and not be very power user friendly. Um, and I think like Primal is probably like the closest to that niche. But like that's where I'm coming from. It is like you just give them the app, treat it like any other social media. And even like the private key management and shit, they can figure that out after they get censored, in my opinion. Like I don't even think that – like I, I don't know if, if that needs to be very clear to them right in the beginning. But I'm open to – this is an open discussion. I can tell you the couple people that I have personally onboarded – onto uh, Nostra through Damus at the time. Um, the, the pub key was just confusing as hell to them. They were just like, what is this? Like, well, that's just your, your username. Like on Twitter, it's this. Here, it's just numbers. Right. And they were just like, okay, so like, and, and this is your password. And I'm looking at the password with them. I'm like, you got see where it says this at the beginning. That that means that's your password. This here, the, right? NSEC is your is your is password. Your password. And then, and I was just like showing them, and to I could just see in their head it was just all a bunch of gobbledygook like letters and numbers and like like this dude's just like talking about craziness. But like we saw that like the early days of Bitcoin, like yeah. every Bitcoin wallet you would open, they would want you to back up your private keys first. Like the first thing you ever did with a Bitcoin wallet would be back up your private keys, which is ridiculous for onboarding a new user. And that's why I think a lot of this comes down to like how developers want to build their clients and, and what they hide behind advanced settings and what the UX on onboarding so is. Primal, you know. I, I'm an advisor on Primal, so I'm very biased. I think it's a great like turnkey solution that answers what you're talking about. Yeah, I have financial um, interest in Primal as well yeah. as uh, 1031's invested. Yeah. Disclosure. So, but uh, Million is an expert at being able to make something that he knows is going to be an issue for that very first person, pushing it as far into the background as possible but still allowing it to be something that if the person does do the intellectual journey to understand what the hell it is that they've got, they can, they can figure that out and they can access their pub key and they can do like, you know, the stuff that a hardcore person that just inherently understands all that stuff is going to be able to do. So I think client providers, because we're so early in to the left in the timeline of the, de of the development of this, like, if you are going to be a competitive client, you're going to have to move to some type of model like that to have any type of like user base. Are you Doc? I am, yeah. It's a pleasure to What's up, Matt? Hey, nice to meet you, Matt. Um, yeah, I'll jump in. I, I think also we're focusing on social clients where when I think about onboarding like someone, someone like my wife, that's like my, the user that I try to onboard. She, she uses Instagram. She wants to talk to her friends. She wants to see pictures of her friends' kids. She doesn't care about censorship-resistant protocols. She doesn't care about Bitcoin. I mean, she appreciates Bitcoin now that we've been in it, you know, for as long as we have. But she doesn't. Uh, it's, she's not the same user that we all are. So I think things that uh, Pablo are doing, other developers, where they're developing the other stuff. I think that's the secret sauce to Noster, where we're going to have a client that no one's going to have any idea that we needed and it's just going to proliferate like highlighter um, or, you know, unfortunately, Nostagram, I haven't seen that uh, in a while, but 
something like that where it's going to onboard other users that have a different use case besides just social, just interacting with other Bitcoiners. Um, and they're going to have to abstract away, the, the I think, the, the That's interesting. Key. So you think the other stuff onboards more people than the, uh, the notes? Right now, no. Right, right now, it's social is the easiest use case, but I think in the future it'll be the other stuff, the conference stirs, right? So like, I actually, like my thesis is, I think the opposite because I think like the reason something like Mutiny is powerful with their Nostr integration, like Venmo-like experience, is because I already have my social graph that I'm bringing my NPub into Mutiny, and then I have my social graph, and I think that's how I, in my head, the way I visualize it is like. The Twitter competitor, the Reddit competitor, the Instagram competitor, the Hacker News competitor, like all these different client front ends for what is essentially notes, right? The social aspects kind of they bootstrap that social network graph first. Um, and I think it's like I think people like even if they don't realize they care about censorship, like American HODL made like 12 Twitter accounts. Right, like people talk about like key rotation and stuff on on Noster, but like at the end of the day, like people just like live with censorship. Like they just they they route around it. They just open a new account. They do this. They do that. They reset up their whole social graph. Um, and I, I think there's something there. Like you get banned from Facebook or Instagram or Twitter for the third time, and you. Yeah, but how many people do you think actually have gotten banned from Facebook or Twitter for shit they've posted? I think it's a very very small amount of people, and the average user. Um, isn't worried about censorship. The average, like, you know, I would Marseille's part of NASA report, right? So she's very attuned to um, censorship resistant, being from the global south. She's, I mean, she's from um, Costa Rica, but, you know, she lives near Venezuela, Colombia. Like, I think those are users that, are, that care about censorship resistant. Bitcoiners care about censorship resistance. But um, the average, like, Again, my wife, she doesn't give a shit about censorship resistance. She wants to post pictures of our kids and see, um, you know, my my cousins and stuff and their kids. Um, and so my my thing is, like, how do we onboard those users? It, we're going to have to abstract away the private-public key pair to yeah, some degree. I agree degree. with that. But isn't that still, like, if she's using it as an Instagram competitor, like, it's that's still social. That's not other stuff, right? It is still social, but I mean, I'm a physician, right? Uh, Terry, I've been talking to about conferencer. I go to all these conferences. Every single time I go to a conference, I have to fill out a new profile with my biography, with all the papers I've written and published. Um, and, you know, it's just a pain in the ass. And that's other stuff to me. It's still social, but it's still, it's also other stuff. And having that private key that, um, I don't think the average physician is going to be able to manage a private key without it being abstracted away. This is a, we have a hard enough time with people securing their keys with money, let alone people securing their key for speech. So I'm not saying that a client should abstract that away and, and store the key on your behalf, but maybe some of these clients need to offer that as an option for a, for a user that if, if they're signing up and like, like my buddy, right, he does not care whether he holds the key. You just do it afterwards. You just, you onboard them without showing it to them and then they could always go to settings backup or whatever. Yeah. Right. I'm not, right. I'm, I'm not trying to crack the nut as to like how you do it technically. I'm just saying that the optionality 
of a person wanting to store their key with a client provider, I think that there's a lot of people that, that just need that because they just they don't care about speech like you care about speech and I care about no, speech. I think they, they do. They th- I, I think it's not uh, it's not it's it's different than Bitcoin in that way, because first of all, like everyone's addicted to social media already. They live in their phones. They live on like following their favorite influencers. And like with my, with Bitcoin, it's like you got to just completely flip the paradigm with with Noster. To me, it's more accessible because on the surface, it just looks like regular social media. So when I say like someone cares about like censorship or something, I just mean like, I don't know how many listeners, I have like the 20 million people that listen to Alex Jones, when he gets banned from Twitter and he says, I'm moving to Noster, like they will open up Noster to follow whatever he's saying. Um, and I think that increases. Like, I, I don't think that decreases. I think that should be the expectation. And if it's not the expectation, then maybe you don't even need Noster social clients because the centralized platforms aren't actually exercising their censorship and control and all the other shit they do. Oh. Right, like with money, like when Kanye gets unbanked, it's not like Kanye's followers are like, oh shit, like I need Bitcoin too because I might get unbanked. It's just Kanye got unbanked. But if Kanye gets kicked off of Twitter and they still want to follow his fucking shit, they're going to have to go somewhere where he doesn't get censored, right? Yeah, but again, that's why Nasser, it moves and the adoption is in step functions. So like Snowden, that was a huge... Boost to Noster adoption. Um, who was after? I mean, you and Lynn coming on. That was Dorsey a huge was obviously Dorsey, huge. Yeah, Dorsey in December because he also quit Twitter for like three months. Yeah, so I think it moves in set function. So I agree. Like I just don't think recreating a social network with um, a private public key pair is going to launch us. That's you know a social network that's censorship resistant. Um, it's not going to create that growth. You need either someone big that comes and brings a ton of following, uh, or you need a new use case, like a TikTok that used to be a platform for people to do basically like karaoke, and then it just like took off. So you need some different use case or someone to bring all their followers, I think, to help with that onboarding. I think that's one of the most important things is not just so much the social media part, because I've been on Twitter since 2007, um, most of my stuff is just retweets, you know, and maybe a comment once a month. Like, that's my MO. And there's people out there like that, that they just want a way to use social media, but in the way that they want to. And the fact that you can bring your followers and then people that you follow with you wherever you go, it doesn't have to be social media. You can bring it to like a YouTube style or zap.stream, whatever you want to do. And that is one of the big um, selling points for me. It's not just like, yeah, I could post uh, photos and memes and stuff. It's that I can go on anything that someone creates and everybody knows that I'm using it. I think that's one of the most powerful things about Nostra. I mean, you do have at Island on Twitter, so you must have been really early. 2007, yeah. Yeah. before Bitcoin. No, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think people can figure that out without like freedom of speech. like or censure. I don't know, but maybe. I also agree with a lot of what you said, Doc. Um, well, you're going to have two, two forces that drive people there. It's, it's going to be, they're getting punished through censorship because it's the, because the, the control of communication has, has gotten so high that's going to push people there. And then people are going to be pulled there because of all the functionality and, and additional use cases that materialize out of it. And so you're going to have both of those kind of colliding. It, to me, I don't know which one is going to be more of a force or equally or, or what, but 
I think it's a combination of all of that. The real issue is we're just way too fucking early. Way really early. So, Dot, when you, just to go back to our original question, you weren't here yet. You're walking down the street, someone's minding their own business, and you start talking to them about Noster. Like, how, how does that conversation go? Like, how do you onboard a new person to Noster? Um, I have not set up, an, I did this with my brother. I have not set up, an, I did this a while ago, actually, with him. Set up an account, hook up their wallet to Satoshi, and uh, post, I mean, I've seen you do this before, post the lightning address and have other people zap them. And they just realize, like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, the way to um, link a payment, you know, uh, link payments to a social graph. And uh, So you go with zaps first? I go with zaps first because, uh, at least on Nasser, we're a small enough community that you can post an address and um, the people that you uh, have interacted with before will just start zapping. And they're, they're like, holy they know shit, exactly I got what's like happening. 50 They're like, like oh, we're getting a, a new person in. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's onboard them. I put this on my parents' phone, both of them. I created a Nostra account for both of them. And my mom, she, she uh, calls me. This is like two or three weeks ago. She calls me. She's like, Preston, there's people sending me money. <laughs> I was like, how much did they send you? She goes, I, I, there's like 15 sats. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. And she's like, what, like, what, what do I do? And I was like, well, you don't do anything. And she's like, I, I don't know. Like, what, what's like, there's like, a lot of people just are not ready for, like, any of this. They don't understand any of it. Like, it's just totally foreign. She's like, well, why would they send me money? And I was like, I don't know, Mom. Like, you can just do that. I was like, it's not even a penny. And she's like, yeah, I know, but they sent me money, and I don't even know who it is. I know it is, but I think that you're typical I mean, that's person. good grounding. Like that, It is pretty crazy person. that it's even possible. Yeah, it's... Like we all take, we're so, we are so in this community and this space that like, we're just like, yeah, okay. It's so like, but I think for your typical person, they're just, they're still like way in a different universe of like functionality of like what all this is and like how it's even possible and like, what is it? But then the issue is explaining what they just received, right? Like how did, yeah. they got these sats on Wallace Satoshi, but then how do you explain what sats are and why yeah. Bitcoin is different than uh, regular money and and why wallets, you can get rugged by Wallace Satoshi at any time and you should be moving your sats off to another non-custodial wallet or on-chain. And it's just like that part is just like so far over the typical person's head. Like it's yeah. not even – I know that if I start to explain that to the person, they are not going to remember it three minutes later. So like I don't even try. Yeah. I think we're just way too early. I got a cool take on this. Um, so onboarding, right? Um, I have a friend, lives in Virginia. Um, haven't spoke to him in 20 years. And this year we reconnected. First time we saw each other was at Bitcoin 2023, um, Miami. And he got orange pilled, purple pilled, and he's here today. So I figure if you want to hear a little bit of onboarding and first-hand experience, maybe we could just let him talk for a few minutes. Yeah, it's, I appreciate the mic, but I'm going to need some. Yeah. I'm real fortunate because um, Randy himself is a real unique person. Um, 
he's like my best friend. You know, we were disconnected for a long time. And at the time when he onboarded me, you know, I, I was in the clown world and it was just so depressing. And um, it's kind of like having a second lease on life. You know, when you get around other Bitcoiners, you get around people in the space. Uh, I think that everybody intrinsically has some kind of like fundamental base level where we're all like-minded and um, that that's part of the beauty of it. But um, onboarding with Noster, I mean, the zaps, like the fact that you can zap people money. I mean, I think that's really important. I'm fortunate because I didn't have to deal with any of the shit coinery. You know, I got purple pilled and orange pilled at the same time. So I'm kind of like a unicorn. I didn't have to go through none of that craziness. Um, even when I, I, I go everywhere, I try to onboard people because I was onboarded. Um, the way that I try to explain it to people, like, you know, you have to say, hey, well, a Bitcoin's worth right now $35,000. And let's say you wanted to borrow 200 bucks. I'm not going to say, hey, man, can I borrow point oh 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 one Satoshi uh, Bitcoin? You know, and then you explain it to them like that. They get that. Um, and just the fact that it's kind of like forced authenticity in a way, because it, do it doesn't really benefit you to be a troll on Noster. I mean, you're not going to get value for value out of that. So I think that that's a really good feature. I mean, I know there are going to be trolls eventually and there will be bots, but... You don't think like the best trolls will get paid the most? No, I don't. I don't. Think I agree with people, you. I don't think that people are going to intrinsically see value in that. And I think that those people aren't going to get zapped and then they're going to just like fall off. I think Paul Krugman is going to use Noster in about five years. It's and possible. I'm going to ratio him on on Noster and I'm going to get a bunch of zaps for ratioing him. It's just like the, a lot of the annoying people just aren't on Noster yet. There's no one to troll effectively. There's It'll come, but there's not going to be no, they won't stay because they're not going to get zapped over the long run. There's going to be no value for value there. So I they control and make nasty comments or whatever they want to do, but I, I just don't see it. I think it'll be a space where value for value is... is I think if you're function. speaking truths, you're going to be compensated for it. But if you're if you're not and you're doing deceptive-like things or you're kind of – I completely agree with your point. There's just something different about it than the traditional uh, – the incentives of like traditional social media. I feel like I've seen that. Maybe I'm just biased in like the posts that I've put out there. The posts that I feel like get zapped are the ones that kind of have a positive message that are sharing something that is truth-based, that helped inform people to be more knowledgeable about something. That's why I don't get zapped a lot. But, uh, <laughs> what do you, did you guys see Rabble's talk on uh, onboarding at Nostranger? So he, um, his theory was basically we, we're kind of like in an echo chamber, a Bitcoin echo chamber. Um, and um, I've, I was talking to Corn DeLorean. He helps with the NOS report. Um, and he took, a, he was very offended by that. <clears throat> um, because he's, his theory was, you know, we're not an echo chamber. We're just early here. We're not um, the only community here. We're just the first community here. It's going to be, they're going to come. So I don't know. Do you guys think we're in an echo chamber? Do you think? We're like just too early. If the price what? was ripping past the hundred thousand, I think you'd have a whole lot of people that want to be on Nostra all of a sudden. I, yeah, but why? 
why why does the price matter because of zaps because they're looking at something that is just appreciating in value and they can come on there and make comments and just start getting paid in whatever that whatever that is i think you're going to see like all these businesses that have been built through this past bear market that are payment businesses one of the biggest challenges that they've got is that the dollar has outperformed bitcoin from the previous all-time high Right. If we go back to that moment, all these all these places that you would think would be a hotbed of incentive for payments in Bitcoin, it's it it's not naturally there's not a tailwind that's naturally happening there yet. But I think that all changes once Bitcoin makes a new all time high against the dollar. So it went tomorrow. <laughs> Could be. Hundred K by conference. Once day? once you by start tomorrow. getting a new all time high in dollar terms, all of a sudden all these people that are wanting dollar stable coins. Now, all of a sudden, they want that thing that's just like ripping. So I think this incoming bull market is going to create a natural incentive for those. I think it's going to create a natural incentive for people to want to use Noster because they want to collect sats. But there's two different things here, right? I actually think, well, first of all, I, I, the way I look at it is I think Bitcoiners bootstrap Noster. And then there's like a flippening at some point, And then Noster continues to bootstrap Bitcoin at that point, uh, because I think there's more immediate mainstream appeal to yeah. what Nostra provides than what Bitcoin provides. Um, but on the echo chamber piece, like I use Twitter, I use no other social media except for Twitter for the last decade. And like 99% of my use of it was in the Bitcoin echo chamber on Twitter, like my, our little sub community within the greater Twitter. Like I was, you know, every once in a while you go ratio like a FinTwit guy or something like that, or Noriel says something and then he blocks you and then you can never say anything to him again. Um, or like Lex Friedman has like Brian Armstrong on the podcast or Charles Hoskinson or whatever. And then you try and ratio him and then you get blocked again. Um, but most of it's in the echo chamber, right? It's love. But during the bull market, the Twitter Bitcoin echo chamber grows, right? Everyone sees it in the bear market. Uh, like engagement drops, way less people are active. And then our little sub community on Twitter does grow. So I think... Yes, we are in an echo chamber on Noster, most, mostly bootstrapped by Bitcoiners. I don't know what's going on in, on Japanese Noster because I cannot read Japanese, so they could be talking about whatever. I have no idea. Um, but that is fine, and that's natural, and that echo chamber will grow first, and then there'll also probably be other communities that'll just naturally pop up, probably because... Uh, I think probably because they get blocked out. Like, I think it's mostly challenge communities first, um, like more controversial stuff. But that's kind of my theory why the other stuff will take precedence. Because, like, the social part, we got Bitcoiners. Um, but is that keeping other communities from coming in? And are they going to find a way in through the other stuff? Because Nasser, there's so many other ways that you can um, participate in Nasser besides just the immediate social Twitter clone client. But I think it also like, it comes back to the clients again, and like how the clients are set up, right? So like on Twitter, we have our own sub-community echo chambers, but what's really kind of fucked up is like the way out the algo works is it tries to keep you in your echo chamber, right? And on Nostr, Nostr doesn't mean there won't be algos, but there'll be algo competition and you can choose to not use an algo and whatnot. So there's, a, there's, there's I think, greater hope that these communities, these sub-communities in general, uh, cross cross barriers with each other because you don't have like this corporate algo trying to just keep you in your, your echo chamber. Um, but at the same time, what that means currently in Noster 
is it's very much up to the user and the client what that new user sees when they log in, right? And I think there's something to be said there about immediate follow lists, trying to make those follow lists more diverse in terms of topics, um, so that when they first see their feed for the first time, that feed should not just be like me screaming in all caps about how like Bitcoin's going to the moon, right? Like it, it, should, it could be a more diverse feed even if you don't have necessarily really that much community buying on in these other sub-communities as long as you have a couple people, right? I think there's something there. Because like that's to me one of the biggest hurdles for people is like if you sign into Twitter for the first time ever, you have a full feed filled with tons of different stuff, like overload to a point. And if you do that on, on Nostr, you basically have nothing. And if you follow one person, all you have is them. And that's a hurdle for people. And I think that's the client thing. Um, okay, guys, we need to wrap up. So let's end with some final thoughts. Um, Preston, final thoughts. We didn't get a chance to talk about this, but we started the conversation outside, which was, um, and this isn't a final thought, this is me continuing the conversation, so I apologize, um, but really fast. Um, <laughs> you said out there that, that you don't like the idea of having some type of replicator that if I'm posting on Twitter and the, the post is not being replicated in the Nostra, you, you say, just, you got a quick cold, cold turkey and just go over there and, and make the post. If you're in, you're in. If you're in, you're in. And I, I disagree with it, but because um, most of it, so just to kind of explain my position, I already know Bitcoin's going to win. Like, it's not even a tough one for me, right? So, like, I enjoy the Bitcoin conversations, and I feel like I'm dialed in. But for me personally, I really enjoy watching the, the legacy financial train wreck that's, like, unfolding. So, like, my interactions and, in, in like, my comments are very heavily oriented to, like, talking about bonds or talking about legacy stocks or whatever, and just, like, watching tr traditional finance, like, devour themselves and so like a lot of my content a lot of my posts are is just sheer interest there and and baiting or whatever and i'm like i'm having fun and it's engaging for me and i don't want to have to go over to to Noster and repost some of those things i just want it to kind of flow and just like those posts to go there and if people want to zap those posts or whatever that's great and it's just creating like you need some type of bridge that gets you from where most people's interest is currently at which is over there and you need it to just like automatically cycle over there and then all of a sudden like now all of a sudden the conversation is happening over there and now i'm going to transition to like doing that and i could care less what happens on twitter but the thing is is like x and these other social media platforms are becoming more and more closed they're closing their apis yes. it is yeah. it is very difficult to even do something like that regardless yeah. of my ideological view yeah. and it's part of why i'm so bullish on Noster because if you are a person with a large audience and you're gonna post in one place, uh, Noster is the place that is the most easily cross-posted. We're gonna to start to see walls go up even higher on all these different places. And I, I could actually, it's probably easier to build the tooling uh, for you post on Noster and then it automatically gets posted to Twitter, yeah. which I'm fine with because I'm not looking at it um, ideologically. But but my but point for me, is I don't I'm like down in the comments like I, I'm not necessarily like right you want to reply and ratio yeah. people and quote yes. tweet them I miss it too I know and especially in the bull market like everyone's like shitting on the no coiners right now on Twitter you know but like I I think like it just doesn't move the needle like if you actually want to see like any kind of real Noster adoption 
then the people with, with voices that people want to hear yeah. need to buy in and, and, and actually be active on the, uh, in the protocol, right? Like yeah. they, they need to like, there's very few people. But for me, it's an intellectual battle, yeah, right? But- so like I can't go out there and like wield around an intellectual broadsword on some traditional finance no, person. I, on I, I miss it. I'm not, I, I agree. I, but but like they will come to us, and the thing is, when they come to Nostra, they can't. Do I don't know that they will. They, I think they're just going to die there in no, the field every, of intellectual no, battle. Every, everyone wants engagement. Everyone wants engagement, and even the Bitcoin haters, they know every time they send out a Bitcoin hating tweet, it is their most engaged post out of anything. Uh, they they can talk about all their normie stuff over and over again. And they say Bitcoin's going to die, and they get better engagement than they've ever gotten. And now in the blue check world, they actually get ad revenue off of us ratioing them. <laughs> So if we if we pull that engagement away from them, they have no they they're gonna go for their engagement. They're gonna go to the place where they get the biggest audience, where they get the most people, um, and then they can't delete. Then they have to play by our rules. They can't delete their posts. They can't block us. They can't you know demonetize us. They literally can't do anything to stop you. You have to. They're they're stuck with us. That's how I view it. But yeah, it sucks. I, I want to ratio the I want to ratio the no corners too. That concludes my closing comment. <laughs> Randy, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I have to go pick up dog tags for this event uh, so we can have them for the party tonight. So that's my final thought. Cheers. Doc, final thoughts. Uh, we're just too early. I think um, I don't like saying that Nostr or Bitcoin is inevitable. I think a lot of work needs to go into it, but I, I just think we're a little bit too early and the tools and the um, the onboarding, uh, you know, uh, platforms and your protocols and stuff will will come and we'll get more users, and it's going to work in a step function. There's going to be someone big coming that is a musician or something that does a concert on Zap Stream or a comedian that does a show with like a Zap Life LOL board in the background, and then people are going to be like, "Holy shit! They just made five grand from Zaps, you know, doing their normal set." Um, so I just think it's going to be a step function. I think we all have to work hard to keep, you know, onboarding people and teaching, um, but it'll get easier and easier, uh, as it has over the past 10 months since I've been here. Cheers to that. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you found it helpful.